Yesterday I had to wake up really early um, and go to to the hospital, <laughs> the main hospital here in Nairobi, uh, because our office there that we have not occupied for a year plus, essentially since March last year, had some uh, issues, some leakages and I think some flooding and anyway, some issues that needed to be at- attended to. So I decided to wake up first thing in the morning and go off like I would have been going off to a normal work day, which of course has not happened in more than a year. So I get to to the hospital pretty early and, you know, most of the places haven't opened and I'm like, okay, I'll go to the cafeteria and have a you know, an early morning drink, uh, maybe a snack and just wait until people are in their offices. So went ahead to do that, got a bit of work done. And then people, of course, started streaming into their offices and I had to go about the business for the day. Uh, before I went to have my morning drink, and when I say drink, I, I, I can't say tea or coffee because I don't do either of those. So let me say just like a hot beverage. Um, I passed by the office and I opened the door and what what was um, apparent to me was that, you know, um, maybe ghosts had been living in there before I had cracked that door open. It was so dusty and at the same time it was flooded and at the same time it looked like something from a horror movie, you know, if you're looking at a place that nobody has occupied for a really long time. Yeah, it was a combination of all of that. Thank God it was in the morning and not in the night because opening something up like that at night would have been really um, scary, I would imagine. Um, so when I got back, uh, with, when I got to the rest of the team and uh, we went on about the business of the day, um, we had the office issue beginning to be sorted out. Of course, first of all, they had to start by cleaning and then draining the flooded water and then they had to go into structural damage and whatever else. Anyway, it's not something that was going to be complete by yesterday. Indeed, they have to probably take um, the whole, the rest of the week and the entire weekend before it's back to some sense of normalcy, uh, which means I'll have to pick up the key then sometime next week. I don't even know that I'll be able to do that because next week is already beginning to look like uh, it's going to be a lot. Um, so after that, I, I remember like struggling with, should I go see patients? Because I really, I was dying to. I, and, you know, I already know that there were some patients that have been there for quite a while. And it would have been lovely to just finally get to put faces to names and, you know, give them some reassurance and talk to them, etc., and I couldn't because I have not been vaccinated. And of course, you know, with these kinds of things, I mean, I haven't been to see patients in more than a year. So you can imagine maybe for someone, they'll be so excited by it and they'll write back and say, oh, so-and-so came to visit us today. And I, I didn't have permission to actually see patients. And yeah, besides that, I'm not vaccinated and I don't know that I will be anytime soon. So I had to let that slide. I had to let it go. But it it ate at me, I must say. It really, really ate at me. And I'm like, they're just here. They're just upstairs. Or they're just, you know, in, in, in a room not too far away. I really would love to see, but I couldn't. Uh, so you can imagine how much of um, an internal tug of war that was for me. Um, so after a bit, I then uh, sat down with one of um, my, my com- counterparts from, from the hospital you know, who's sort of in the same line 
that I am in and we started talking and I told her some things about myself, about how things have been going down with um, me and uh, my personal life. And, you know, she, she, she looks at me and she says, oh, my goodness, who would have thought looking at you that you've been through so much in the in the last couple of years? And, and I said, why? And, and you know, at the same time, I was wondering, am I supposed to <laughs> look a certain kind of way? Like, am I supposed to look like I'm in mean, the doldrums or that life has really hit me hard from every direction? Uh, no, I don't believe in that, actually. I, I you know. Life, when it happens and hits you hard, sometimes can leave you in a really bad place. And I've looked at pictures of myself, for instance, when um, I lost my mom and when I lost my significant other. And you can see, you can actually tell in those pictures that I I was not myself. I was kind of depressed and probably trying to make it look like I wasn't, but I know that I was looking at myself in those pictures. Yes, so when life hits you, sometimes you might be down for a while. But the hope, because we live in hope, is that you are not going to be down permanently. And you're not then going to start living your life looking like somebody that got hit by a ton of bricks. And, you know, have people asking you, oh, what's wrong? Is something going badly or whatever? No, I'd like for people to look at me all the time and think, mm, she looks like she's living her best life. And frankly, I, I don't know that I am. And I I sometimes wonder if I'll ever get there um, in terms of certain specifics in my life. But I want to think for the most part that I don't have to tell everybody that maybe I've gone, I've had a difficult life or I'm going through something at this time. There's a book that sits next to my bed. Um, It's by uh, a guy called Demo Shakarian. Maybe that name doesn't ring a bell with any of you, and I would be surprised, actually, if it did. But he's the guy, him and his wife, that started a movement um, sometime, I don't know, in the 60s, the 70s, or 80s, um, that was called the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship, which was really a big deal, actually, in that time. It was focused on uh, people in business having fellowship, you know, as Christians, and it grew to be a really large movement, and he's the one that started it. But he and his wife wrote a book called The Happiest People on Earth. And I love, love, love that title. I I keep that book because of that title. I might not really remember what the contents were. Well, of course, he talks about how they started and how they built that movement into what it eventually became. I I can't tell you the specifics because I think the last time I probably read that book might have been 20, maybe, well, 20, maybe 30 years ago. I, I, I don't quite remember. But the title has always moved me because I always wanted to be a person that could genuinely say, that I am one of the happiest people on, on the earth. And I know I've gone through periods in spite of saying that. I mean, for, for, for many years since I read the book, I've been able to think of myself as being one of the happiest people on earth. But I know I've gone through periods in my life where I didn't have that happiness. It wasn't just like little periods, like maybe a month or a year. Sometimes it was prolonged periods where I didn't feel like I was the happiest person on earth. Um, and I know even as recently as what last week when I was talking about uh, my issues with my contract, I, I was so demotivated. I really did not feel that way. But that 
then shows you that just because you are not always at the top rung of the ladder, that life then is at the bottom rung. Sometimes you're in places in between. But then your eye and your focus should be on where it is that you want to be so that you're able to periodically go back up even if you find yourself going down so that you are able to give yourself the motivation, for instance, and say, I may not have been doing well in the past one week or in the past one year or whatever, but I still aspire to be right at the top of that rung, of that ladder. I still aspire to be one of the happiest people on the earth. Of course, I probably don't believe that 100%. Sometimes I think or I want to think to myself that there are people that are happier than I am. And indeed there are. But then I think everything then becomes an ebb and flow. You know, sometimes you're up there. Sometimes you're not that up there. Sometimes you're coming down first. Sometimes you're really at the bottom. Uh, But then you need to then encourage yourself once again that there is something I'm aspiring to. So I'd like to leave you with that little snippet and that title that makes me happy. I think you can even hear it in my voice when I say the title. I really always want to be. And I hope that somehow, (laughs) until I leave this earth, that I'll be able to say that I am one of the happiest people on the earth. Have a good evening then.